morning. Good morning. For you. It's 20 to 8 in, in the, the evening. evening. And it's yeah. morning for me. <laughs> I went to bed at half 12 in the afternoon. Yeah. Woke up five hours later or something and then mm. wrote a show. And it's going to, it might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> not weird, just that's not funny. All oh, right. So we'll see. Be fine. How are you? Anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah. Busy. All right, busy. Good. Good. Busy till time or busy? Uh, uh, busy everything. I can't remember how much you said about your filming children on the on the podcast. Oh, the other film, yeah, the yeah. other filming bit, yeah. So, I'm, I'm kind of essentially working about like six days a week at the minute until I can balance it out. So I'm just yeah. bus, bus, busy everything at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Fair one. To the point where I can't say things no words <laughs> yeah there's no words for the six hour week yeah yeah Fair enough. six day week <laughs> six, six day hour week would be amazing <laughs> yeah um yeah and it's only been like two days since we last did this so yeah yeah being with it's you again is painful a, is a treat it's a lovely <laughs> it's the highlight of the week <laughs> welcome to my world yeah yeah weird it's a weird time it's a weird time of year there's, yeah. There was Storm Dennis. Then there was Storm Isn't it Cara before. Is there an H this time? I think so. Harold or... No. Harold Ramis. Harold Storm of- Harold Ramis. <laughs> <laughs> Egon. Yeah. No, Harold weird time. Good. No, it's, it's it's like Jorge. Storm Jorge. <laughs> Isn't that a J, Jorge? I can't remember. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah. I skipped over a few. Yeah. But it's been like bad weather for a long time. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. It's just been cold and very windy and kind of snowing. Well, it's just winter. Well, it's March. Winter. It's not spring till the end of March. Yeah, but it's not... When you say it's winter, it's not like the middle of winter. No. It's it's more wintry towards the end of winter than the middle of winter, apparently, is what it feels like. If you know what I mean. Worse weather now than in January or yeah. February. Yeah. yeah. But so winter on the whole has been off. quite mild. Yeah. yeah. I would have expected it to get more mild as it gets warmer. Yeah. But apparently not. Good. But yeah, no weird Weather stuff. Talk. Well, it goes into suicide. All right. Yeah, uh, lots Good. of suicide going on, apparently. All right. Yeah, Not in this lots room. of posting of like lots of suicide awareness. I've got a few friends who are like quite crippled at the moment. All right. And it, I think it's just a lot of, I think, I do think weather has like a really big impact. Yeah. But I can just see that. really subconsciously. I wouldn't have thought storms, though. Storms are quite dramatic but it hasn't really been like like lightning storms really. no, it's, it's just, just been, been like, windy and cold ugh. and snowy and wet yeah. and it's just been like people go outside and they come in it's like oh yeah and storm then, sigh <laughs> storm just why <laughs> just ex- existential storms yeah yeah there was um i read a brief article about the, the yeah because we're recording this quite shortly afterwards because we've got scheduling issues mm. um i've had to rely on stoke news um, <laughs> and like uh yeah one of the was um uh there was warnings of a car trying to get into accidents on motorway on the a roads in stoke like and they were saying it's for financial gain like trying to get okay. into an accident to claim money yeah but i I, he, I think he just wanted to die <laughs> do you know and everyone's just like oh that greedy bastard it's like no he's just lonely <laughs> wants to meet people <laughs> very quickly yeah, yeah. And just, like he was getting into a crash and then changing his license plate and trying to get into another crash <laughs> he's so. got a very 
head-on personality. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's, no brake lights. This guy. No. When it comes to a, he, he goes into everything full force. Yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. There's, there's been loads of it. Loads and loads of posting. It's really weird. Uh, but yeah, I think it's the weather, and then I think winter as well. Although we found out that spring was the most suicidal season. Did we? Yeah, um, I think it was around Christmas time we covered it. I guess I try not to think about it. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. Wasn't that when? When? When's Blue Monday? That's early year, isn't it? That's like January. I think so. I, but I think there was something about there being a myth. I can't remember. I think we covered it around Christmas time because I okay. was like Christmas suicide. Hooray! Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently it's spring to, because Christmas people are around their family more. Yeah, they're yeah, around yeah. people more. Yeah, there's there's less of it. But then those that don't have a family more likely to be. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But apparently spring is when like oh look new life and I'm still here. Yeah, and then <laughs> that's what goes on. But so yeah, we're approaching spring suicide spring suicide spring. Yeah, <laughs> spring suicide. Uh, it's gonna be one of those shows. But yeah, good. Busy week, busy fun times. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just lots of things kind of kicking off and just trying to stay on top of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyable? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> just it's, trying to stay on top of it's, my enjoyment. It's, it's gearing towards things that I want to do, but like I it's I've I've come into a project mm. like halfway through. So it's like herding sheep at the minute because I I don't know what's been done and what hasn't been done, and they kind of want me to take the lead on it. So like I'm I'm just trying to gather all of this sh- because nobody is, is talked to each other and nobody really knows what the other people have done. So I'm just trying to gather everything together so I can actually make a thing. <laughs> Sounds like a really organised sheepdog. It's like, like sheep only. Dogs just like guys. <laughs> what has been done? You yeah. get over there. Yeah, but it's it's part of it. Like it's um and, and like it it's it's project management essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's so it's it's definitely it's it's definitely a good experience. I haven't had like a bad day at it yet. It's just yeah, it's just, it's just yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just some of it's new. Like I haven't I haven't yeah, yeah. I haven't had to sort of manage people before. That's a mm. that's a new thing. Yeah. And I'm not sure it was ever something I was really interested in doing. <laughs> like go and do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, it's, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, well, there's so much clear cut communication that's needed, yeah. I think, to really be like, let's don't do this because I'm doing this. Yeah. You're doing this. I've told you not to. I'm doing this. <laughs> and so yeah. On. But yeah, at least it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And enjoyable. Yep. Just uh, difficult to cope. I get not cope. Well, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, been, it's been a few weeks. And by a few weeks, I mean like 15 to 20 hours a week. So mm. not even like full work weeks. So like. It's it, it's still it's still in like early early phase of, of yeah. organizing everything. Yeah, well, yeah. fair one. Yeah, and you got a day off for weeks. So that's good. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, get to recoup. That's good. Go shopping. Go shopping. Yeah. What do you shop for? Food. Food. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need food for? Yeah. You shoot. Do you food shop only once a week? Yeah. 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 I used to. I was one of those people that went every day. Like just, uh, just to get out the house. No, or like just on the way home from work. We weren't that organized as a household. And now we like plan the whole week and just go shopping once. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes a lot more sense. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I usually just cook one thing and eat it for a week. Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, I'll make one sandwich. I'm set for Well, the week. we'll make a big roast chicken at the start of the week or something like that, and then use chicken to make every other meal. Oh, I'll just eat the chicken. <laughs> it's, just, it's just kind of what it is organized leave the carcass in the pan for a couple of months and then yep. go oh no that's kind of the deal with <laughs> yeah. me yeah 
But yeah, let's dive straight into it. Um, Excellent. Found some Can't good wait. Stuff. High energy. Oh, yes. Strong. Yeah, fucking five, four, five <laughs> hours sleep, something like that again. I'll sort it out eventually. Oh, yeah? No. <laughs> said it for a long time. I don't know what it is. Well, I'm just not, I'm not on the planet, really. I left my phone here for three days. It's true. And didn't care. No. Oh, thank God. Like that. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Like, oh, I've left my phone. Thank fuck. I don't have to deal with my phone. Oh, no. no? I, I don't use it. No. It's the reason, one of the main reasons I'm still single yeah. is I'll date someone, but I won't text them for a week because I won't <laughs> look at my phone. And they're like, oh, so what have I done now? It's like, nothing. I just... I've just left my phone charging in the kitchen yeah. and forgot about it. It's weird. I use my phone for everything. Like, but like, what about like playing music? I use, uh, I've got smart home. So just playing like in the there. car and... Uh, don't drive. <laughs> really. If I go out, then yeah, I'll use, yeah. The, use the thing. You take my phone. But yeah, because I'm mostly in the house doing stuff. I think everything I listen to, I do mobile. So I'll play it on my phone and then plug it into various things around the house, depending on where I am. Yeah, I've just got the the thing that you plug it into that plays it for me. Oh right, that's, that's just the only difference. Yeah, just skips the middleman. <laughs> and yeah, just don't use it. Yeah, I'm just bad at communicating with people online anyway. Mm. That's why I'm the head of the social media section. Good. Um, but uh, uh, phone so disorganized. I'm usually off the planet, so yeah. usually I'm just just not really in the the real world most of the time. I guess mm. just kind of working and. Dog, I was going to say dogging, but that's a different thing now, isn't it? Just, yeah, yeah. just taking my dog out. and Dog looking after ring. Yeah, dog chilling out with. Yeah. Chilling out, it's all cool. Anyway, um, so yeah, we've got lots of Stoke-on-Trent news this week. Excellent. Um, <laughs> which I don't know whether they're great stories or, or just non-plussed, or I've read them wrong. Right. Um, improvement works have started to renovate two fire-hit homes, which are set to be sold to first-time buyers for just a pound. So you can buy a house in Stoke for one pound, but it has been on fire. <laughs> a pretty good deal. Good deal for a burnt out house. Yeah. One pound. Just bulldoze it, put up a tent. Yeah. Just you free wallpaper, free charred wallpaper. Yeah. Free rug. A probably. quid for a house. Quid for a house. I don't house. care if it's been on fire. Yeah. I'll pay nothing for a meal that's been on fire. It depends, I guess, who's selling it. If you're selling it for a pound. Well, it's the, it's like, a, it's a one pound deposit. Uh, okay. And then a £60,000 mortgage, I think, is what it went on to. Yeah, £60,000 loan over uh, 15 years. Well, fuck, fuck that, then. Well, the mo- I think that one of the big problems for buying a house is the deposit. So yeah, if you can yourself out of that rut. save that and just buy it for a pound, one pound deposit, yeah. give me a pound, and you yep. can pay my house off over 15 years. Yeah. And you got Something a good, you like, got like a nice history in that house. Oh, this has been on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, they were targeted in an arson attack. Why not live somewhere that's the target of an arson? Yeah. Once they fix the roof and sort the properties out, hopefully it won't look like a big mess. Well, yeah. That's just a quote from someone. <laughs> quote from a neighbour. Well, hopefully by the time we paid it off, it won't look like shit. <laughs> I think these are just neighbours. Like, they're just hoping like people are going to buy it and fix it. They've just been derelict buildings. So the council's got an initiative just to fill the derelict buildings with people. All right. Sell it for a pound. Let them deal with it. <laughs> 60,000 and one pound. In <laughs> uh, other Stoke-on-Trent news, police officers are hunting a tracksuit bottom wearing man who was seen shouting at women. <laughs> okay. Good. Good <laughs> yeah. that they're hunting that person. Yeah. It's a weird, it's, hunt is a weird word. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just a man in specifically tracksuit bottoms screaming at women in the street. Now, was he shouting at women because 
he was targeting women or was he shouting at women because it was only women there? Uh, they were with a difference their partners, in the attitude, apparently. Right. Okay. So like, but it, it doesn't go into, too, I don't think it went into too much detail about what he was yelling. Yeah. Because I think random screaming, I'm all for, just shouting, <laughs> you're like, all right. And then, <laughs> Malone, he's having a rough day. Yeah. You know, storms, winter, spring's coming. Yeah. You know, just let him, uh, let him vent that stuff out. But yeah, apparently uh, they were extra upset because they were with their partners. Oh, right. Was, I think the idea was if I was on my own, it would have been worse. So hunt him down. Hunt. Yeah. 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 I can, I can see the sense in that. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Well, as in the police are trying to hunt him. Yeah. Be easy to find. Yeah. Just go to a, um, and Marks and Spencer's. There'd be, there'll be plenty of women there and men, obviously. Yeah. Not, maybe. yeah, there'll be men and women. Yeah. Some. Yeah. There'll be, uh, and he, that's his target audience. Couples. People. I feel like Marks and Spencer's is a coupley place. That and Aldi. Is that uh, Aldi? Yeah, it's different ends of the couple spectrum, isn't it? <laughs> you start at Aldi and yeah. you work your way, up, you to work your way up to Marks and Spencer's. I never, yeah. I don't know. Like Although, Marks and Spencer's does good grapes. They do, they my, do, they do uh, nice food in general. It's just stuff. fucking expensive. Yeah, but the grapes are worth yeah. it. And they do those LGBT sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guacamole. Yeah. Oh, how dare you demise our... That was gay pride at the Arnie convention. Yeah. In the episode. Yeah, episode... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, watch out for a tracksuit bottom man screaming at women. All right. If you're yep. in the Stoke area. Elsewhere but if you Stoke... do see me, say hi. <laughs> say, yeah. <laughs> I might just want to chat yeah. from afar. Yeah. So yeah. that's how it goes. Another Stoke news. A drinker has been barred from Weatherspoons after he complained he was being threatened by a member of staff. Get out. <laughs> well, that's very threatening. Don't come back again. So yeah, he was just a guy having a drink. He was a, he was a, he was a, he was a different landlord from a different pub. Oh, right. Came into the Weatherspoons to have a drink. And a member of staff was like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> and he was like, it's, you, but the guy's just threatened me. Get out. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's always good. Well, if you're a landlord and you've got a pub, like, mm. and you want to go to the pub, you probably wouldn't go to your own pub. This is You'd be a bit sick true. of it by that point, wouldn't you? Sick of it. Well, yeah. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit sick of it, yeah. Like you don't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go to work <laughs> to hang out. Yeah. I guess. But, and, and if an employee, if a pub employee was being abusive towards you, you'd probably take it more personally because you had employees, yeah. pub employees as well. So I've got employees. It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the bartender was extremely aggressive. Um, in leak, this was Michael, who ran the nearby Bird in Hand, says he was told to leave for his own safety. Mm. Chapter at eleven thirty p.m. on a Friday. Mm. You, you, you're barred for your own safety because our employee is uh, being aggressive. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Don't fire the employees. Yeah, don't. fire the patrons. <laughs> yeah, fire the complainers. Yeah. Stop complaining. Uh, we were in Weatherspoons and I was just talking to a friend, a member of staff, someone I know. Oh, okay. So he knew the person, walked past me and said, What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> we know each other, right? It's, yeah. Let's say hello. I'm uh, looking at you 
Because I know you. <laughs> yeah, this is social contract. This is how it works. I was sitting on the bar stool. Oh, me and my partner turned around and he was 10 yards from us at this point. <laughs> 10 yards isn't that close, is it? Uh, it's not that close. No, 10 yards. 10 yards is three, American football downs. So like... Three metres? Four Something meters. like that. Yeah, it's, it's not like in your face. It's no. Like, yeah, it's like no, across, it's across the room. The room. It's more than hit this. It's more than oh, yeah. this. This is like six yards, maybe. I would say max. No, this is this is barely three. Three yards? From from like Yeah. From the tips of your shoes to the tips of mine. That's I'd say that's maybe, a yard. That's maybe a yard. A yard, maybe two. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. exciting for the audio <laughs> listeners. Yards. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> yeah. I was sitting on the bar stool and I replied, Are you really going to threaten us at work? There were lots of words exchanged, but I didn't shout or scream at him, even when he was aggressive towards me. The manager came over, and then this staff member clenched his fist and said, clenched his fist. The staff member clenched his fist. Then I said, if you're going to hit me, then hit me. He was being very aggressive. Well, you, in that situation, you were trying to start a confrontation, right? Yeah, there's obviously some kind of background beef there, and they're just... Fucking... You can clench your fist without being aggressive. Yeah. A thumb war isn't inherently aggressive. Where is a war? It's a... Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you could clench your fists and not necessarily be seen as aggressive. And then if somebody taunts you at that point, I would say that they are, they are somewhat provoking. responsible. Somewhat provocative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'd only close our pub at 11, so we were only there, they were only there for like half an hour. Uh, he then walked off and was punching the walls and kicking them. Who? What? Who? The, the, the staff, staff member. So the staff member was like, didn't I thought he? I thought he was like, all right, then let's do this. It was like, no, yeah. this, the the victim in this thing yeah. got barred. Was like, yeah, you're gonna hit me then, aren't you? It's like, no, we're gonna go, <laughs> gonna punch this wall. Yeah, nothing wrong. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> actually bad happened apart from saying, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. I'd say that was yeah. about it. And I, standing within 11 yards. They haven't just kind of just met. Yeah, and they know each other. He hasn't, this guy hasn't hired a waiter that starts on people. Yeah. Like, I don't think. Yeah, this um, this sounds a bit... Uh, I'm going to blame the victim. I'm it sounds blame the very victim. one-sided. It sounds like there might be another plot at play. Mm. So it could just be trying to fuck over another pub or personal thing between him and the waiter and... If you're barred from there because you incite violence. Yeah. Maybe so. But we don't have all the facts. Yeah. Uh, in other Stoke news, a mum has paid tribute to her amazing 21-year-old son after he died at a sleepover. Oh, God. Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I just found the headline, uh, the headline quite funny. Um, <laughs> amazing. Just like, oh, he, he's amazing. He died at a sleepover. <laughs> you know, it just sounds like it's being, but the way that it was written sounds positive. Yeah. Oh, his 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 greatest achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Dying through the second verse of Kumbaya. Was he on the Was he on the swim team? No. Yeah. Was he on the did he chess champion? No, no. He, yeah. just, he just died when other people slept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tragic story. He, had he stayed up watching season. cartoons and choked on some M and M's. Hero. <laughs> we actually do weird stuff at. Sleepovers. He was twenty one. 21-year-old son. That. Yeah, it was an, he was an epileptic, so he had a seizure. Oh, okay. Um, so, tragic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. just weird news highlight. Amazing. Just, uh, amazing. <laughs> we used to do weird stuff at um, 
sleepovers. I don't know why. I think when I was growing up, it was kind of like uh, the age of when college pranks and that was starting to become more televised and you know wacky stuff so like we would set fire to tires in the garden and then paint the grass the paint the charred glass the charred grass green <laughs> just paint it green and then like it was around a mate's house we set fire to his tire swing and we thought if we paint the grass green and we and it was in a thing of like uh we know this doesn't cover it up yeah but it feels like the right end to this story <laughs> Because, like, if you come home and your tyre swing's gone and there's a load of leaves missing from above it because yeah. it was on fire. <laughs> and it's just like, where's all that green paint gone? Yeah. Paint <laughs> that grass. <laughs> they do that for the Olympics, don't they? Paint the grass. Yeah, when the, when there's, like, a hosting country. And if it's, like, if there's, like, a drought on or something like that. I know they did it in China. All the grass verges, like, beside the roads leading, like, through oh, the right. village and all that, they painted them all green, like, spray painted them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you, if you're going to be on television, I guess. Yeah. I don't think we were expecting to get the TV deal. It's just, it's it's next level to be like decorating the world. <laughs> Changing nature. Yeah. <laughs> Put this on. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I would say, I guess, of the house pride. I don't know. It's a weird one. Mm. People, for people with too much time. I guess. What, paint and grass? No, like cleaning your house. <laughs> yeah, just like there was like someone's coming round. I mean, everyone's got it a little bit of like I need to clean up before someone comes round. Yeah, but like I think there's people who have it more than others. Yeah, and it feels yeah. like it's that weird. I guess it's I yeah, I don't. It's, it's a parental shame. Yeah, like my my the usual one is uh, my mother would kill me if I let someone in the house like this kind of thing yeah i think i always feel like that's kind of a go-to because you shouldn't care what other people think about your floor i guess yeah you know just like just get over it i guess i don't you know, know. I, mean? I think in some res i think in in some aspects it's it's kind of a sign of respect that your floor's clean no that you're that you're wanting to make a good impression for for, for your visitors and you feel like your personality won't be enough it's all about that floor. I feel like it's just everything as a whole. Like, I... This floor's a state. What are you trying to say? I've had to move everything so you could fit in. Fit in. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> so anybody could fit in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it just feels... I think a lot of people draw a lot of uh, their confidence from their surroundings. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Like I know people who will clean infinitely. Um, yeah, I know those, stress. and I'd, I'd, yeah, I've, I've never, I've never been at all like that bad. I like yeah. a place to feel lived in, um, but not cluttered, I guess. So that one pound house that burnt down—that's not as cluttered anymore. No, it was lived in a while ago, but you can't was. tell because of all the charred. Yeah, walls. all the stuffs burnt down, so <laughs> everyone's dead. Yeah, but the floor is a bit of a mess. But give it a vacuum. Give it a vacuum Bit of and air a freshener. Scrape. Yeah. <laughs> Get a glade air freshener. Yeah. Be fine. In other news, <clears throat> two New Jersey students face criminal charges after their classmate was seriously injured during the Skullbreaker Challenge. How on earth did that happen? <laughs> so we've had a few of these, right? Of like, there was the condom. Is this still Stoke news? Oh, this is America. Oh, okay. New Jersey students, sorry. Right. I did try and jazz it up a little bit. Um, yeah, they uh, we had the condom challenge, 
at one point years ago, which was you snorted a condom and pulled out your mouth. Oh, yeah. And people were suffocating to death for some reason. Well, I d- just just let them do it, man. Just all, all well, the time, just... the answer is just just let them carry on. If it's adults, you go, yeah, sure. But if it's kids, you go, uh, it's just... uh, you should know better. Not, well, not know better, kids. but yeah. Like yeah. Seven year old. The Tide Pod Challenge, that was a thing. We yeah. All eating eat your washing, washing detergent. <laughs> yeah fucking stupid was the other one was the uh i think it was the it was i can't remember what it was called but it was where you sprayed deodorant on your arm and set it on fire no was just that the cold, oh just until the cold burns you, could, you. yeah no nah. and now there's a skull breaker challenge which is which is uh three people okay um uh, one of them is unknown that doesn't know what's going on they're stood in the middle of the three people oh god then all three agree to jump in the air for some reason okay the one in the middle jumps in the air and the other two kick his feet or kick their feet away and oh. their face plant on the concrete. <laughs> it's the skull breaker challenge. Can That's you not kill a your challenge. friends? <laughs> First one to kill a, most of their friends wins. Why is that? That's that's not remotely challenging. It's painful. Well, you've got to get that timing right on that kick. That's the challenge. Kick your mate. <laughs> kick your mate. Challenge. Smash his face into concrete. <laughs> Um, yeah, the challenge has been recorded and shared on social media platform, oh. TikTok. <laughs> so TikTok, who's famous for apparently paedophilia. I wasn't aware of this, but I How guess all social media is paedophilia. Anything, any platform that... Used by teens. Encourages yeah. teens to dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess so. Uh, yeah, lots of karaoke and um, uh, not mime, but they'll reenact films and television scenes yeah. by it being dubbed over them yeah. while they do it. And just like vlogs, vlogs, whatever. Yeah. People doing very strange, very strange vlogs. Um, yeah. And people kicking, the, you know, giving their friends brain damage. Stacy Schenker of Cherry Hill said she and her husband had never heard of the game until it sent their 13-year-old son to hospital in January with a major concussion. Yeah. Um, yeah, as the hospital ran tests on the boy, the school called Schenker's husband to tell him that the child had been injured in the Skullbreaker Challenge. Why do you have to tell him? Like, well, <laughs> you're going to be proud. Yeah. He broke his face in the Skullbreaker Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> um, the game has resulted in some injuries, says the article. Well, yeah, you're talking about one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so a little bit further away from Stoke we went from Stoke we went to um, America New Jersey and now we're going to pop into Tijuana um, just to give a nice mix of you know what else is going on in the world All right. in Tijuana Mexico a young woman was obsessively stalked even after death was he wearing tracksuit bottoms (laughs) he wasn't yelling (laughs) he was just following her grave follow like uh, there's uh, there's stalking and then there's stalking. If you're you stalking stalk someone a dead you can person. Move. Like that seems a bit boring. Just yeah. standing in a graveyard, <laughs> just nah, waiting. Nah, 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 She'll move nah, now. Yeah. She'll move in a minute. Uh, apparently, he stalked her murder case. So he kept on like following the police around as they were trying to solve it. Does that not seem a little bit suspicious? Um, I don't know. The man was obsessed with Mar- Marbella Valdez. He sent her gifts, bought food for her friends. That's a weird obsession. Prosecutor said he even planted a tracking device on her car. If you bought a Twix for someone's <laughs> yeah. friend, are you stalking them? I bought your friend a chicken. <laughs> Love me! Love me. <laughs> and when the 20-year-old 
Law student's body, beaten, bound and strangled, was found at a tier one, a garbage dump. He approached the police to demand the case be solved. (laughs) (laughs) He turned up at her funeral, bearing a floral arrangement and wearing a T-shirt with her photograph on it. uh, I don't know why, but that's such a great weird thing to do. (laughs) Turn up at someone's funeral with them on your on your t-shirt, and and where no one else knows who you are. (laughs) That's uh, Debbie's stalker. (laughs) (laughs) How can you tell? Uh, It also um, (laughs) she leaves behind uh, like a husband, a a beloved son, and like in Sharpie, like and me (laughs) and Dave. Yeah. So it had a photograph of her on it and the feminist slogan, not one more woman printed on it. Oh, not, not, a, one, not another, another one. <laughs> <laughs> a week later, he was arrested and charged with her murder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like that it was a week later. They were yeah. like, it, it can't be like, that can't be real. Yeah. He's, not, he's like, he's obviously derangedly derangedly obsessed with her yeah. and probably murdered her now he is with a he's wearing her skin on his t-shirt in digital form yeah so yeah just That's uh so strange. Later. <laughs> Debbie fight <laughs> with Debbie uh, uh, okay so half an hour in uh, we are um, you're running uh, out of stuff no I'm just this is the that was the warm up. Oh right. For uh, oh yeah, I've I've got uh, oh this is very very unprepared. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Feel good story. <laughs> now I find this really funny. All um, right. What's new? I don't think it's how meant many to people be. died. <laughs> It's and it's. I want to explain that it's the wording of the article because <laughs> the actual subject matter is obviously very. We've already mentioned it briefly, but uh, it's something that I think it, I just find quite interesting. And the way that they t- there's a certain way that people tell stories, isn't there? Yeah. And each person who tells a story tells it in a different way. Yeah. I found this one interesting. Okay. Every Friday night, Richard Bland. Great name. Dick Bland. Great. (laughs) Richard Bland. And I was going to change the name, but I realised that I'm reading out an article. You could just Google what I'm saying and find out everything. Yeah. But Richard Bland and his wife, Sue, relive the moment they were told their son had killed himself. So they put the lights on, open up the curtains, and they 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 reimagine what it was like. Put the the t-shirt on with his face on it. (laughs) Not another son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Father of one, Andrew Bland, aged 31, (laughs) took his own life seven years ago at a time when he was about to move back home to live with his parents. So to make it worse, he was given the option of moving back in with his parents or killing himself. (laughs) (laughs) Springtime. (laughs) (laughs) But instead of welcoming, welcoming home their son, Richard and Sue received the knock on their door from two police officers who informed them that Andrew was dead. They're like, son's coming home. Knock, knock, he's dead. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And I want to, I want to, this, uh, t- take a breath now. Yeah. I think that, um, I think suicide is a very fascinating thing, mm. but it's one of those um, 
truly traumatic experiences for those around you, I think. Yeah. Um, because there's a whole weird... I mean, I had... Uh, and it, it, It's a weird one because people feel like they could have done something. Yeah. And, and while that may be true... I think it's the it's the it's the version of the, that knowledge, because I remember um, I I find it interesting how people talk, and I find it interesting. Like I've got a lot of friends who have got um, a lot of um, either anxiety issues or depression issues, and I've always found it very interesting just to treat them to talk about it in a very normal way. So like I've had <coughs> friends, I had a friend um, growing up who liked to cut himself, and. I think that he was doing it, he was showing me to try and shock me in some way. Right. But I decided to season him. Like he was cutting a, a pork belly. So he cut, he had like a standing knife and he cut like a tree in his chest. Oh. So I just sprinkled it with a bit of salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> just because I, could, and that's my instinctive reaction, partly because I think when people, whenever people try and manipulate me into reacting a certain way, I just instinct, I, I, I hate, I, I've, I've been manipulated. People have tried to manipulate me a lot in my life. So I think my default reaction is like, nope. Yeah. Whatever it is, nope. Do you want to buy a store card? Nope. Nope. Just anything, anything like that. So like, yeah, when people try and shock me or, or they're opening up about something, I think that a lot of people are expecting the, oh my God. And then they say the, oh, you know, Caroline Flack or something, yeah. whatever. They talk about whatever pop culture saying you meant to say at that point. And I've always find it more interesting to treat it as if it's a normal thing. Yeah. And just joke about it, chat about it, and just try and open up a dialogue about the situation that's going on. Hence the salt and pepper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, dialogue. Yeah. So I find that kind of stuff interesting. And I um, I've found... So when I've experienced similar things... Not cutting myself or anything, but when I've experienced... When I've talked about... I mean, I talked about on the podcast about how um, I watched a man die in the street... Like, oh, the car uh, thing. Yeah, like in a yeah. couple of ways where there wasn't much of his face left because it was full of windshield. Mm. And it was just like, it was a truly horrific experience. But I, I find it interesting, the amount of people who do not remember me talking to them about, talking to them about that incident. Because I'll talk about it in a normal way. Yeah. But if anyone else was, to, like if somebody ever talks about suicide around me, I'll always just do a, just because you're talking about suicide... I feel obligated to ask is everything. Okay. You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I think because, um, the way I tell it or whatever, it's, it's treated as normal, which it is. Uh, but I find it interesting how, yeah, there's just so many people like you never spoke to me about that. If you talked to me about that, I would have asked some questions, you yeah. know, but yeah, as in like, uh, because witnessing somebody die before your eyes is quite it's, a notably emotionally traumatic experience. It's definitely not an everyday yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to have it like a drive-through. Unless experience. you're a nurse or something. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, there's this feeling that like, oh, um, um, no, you didn't talk to me about that because um, I would have engaged and supported. I would have in been someone. a better person. Yeah, exactly. If you'd, if you'd done that, and exactly. I'm definitely a good person, so that, yeah, that didn't. And happen. that's what the effect. That's what that's what the trauma of suicide is. Is that people will think that if they had known something was going on, they would have intervened in some way. And I think that uh, most people actively don't. Either yeah. because, not because, not out of vindictiveness, but just 
they don't pick up on it or they don't want to search that out. Yeah. And that's why you have certain advocates for certain things. The same as something, uh, lots of diseases and everything. It'll be more um, understandable by people who've had more experience with it. And if some, somebody will be more actively engaged with somebody, if they've experienced that kind of badness in their life. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So the problem, the, the bit, real trauma about suicide <clears throat> is that, yeah, people will think, oh, I, I, I would have done something. And then I think the real thing is the knowledge that they knew something and they didn't do anything about it. Mm. So suicide is yeah. very bad. If you want to go back and listen to the car accident story, I think it's bad juju. Yeah. 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 yeah something bad That's, juju. That was the episode name, I think. Yeah. That was just like, well, the nightmares are still here. <laughs> <laughs> just a weird week. Yeah. Um, Keep talking. But yeah, so Not the, bad. the what? The blue light? You're blue. I'm blue. Very blue. Very blue. Overexposed. Um, yeah, so, uh, but it's also hilarious when people try and tell stories about it. Yeah. So I'm not making fun of the fact that this man um, unfortunately went to the point. And th- I was having a conversation with somebody about euthanasia. Yeah. And they were like, I'm, I'm all for euthanasia in all, in all regards. And I was like, well, that seems, str- okay, so if I was to kill myself, would you be in full support of that? <laughs> they're like, oh, well, that's different. Yeah. Like, so not in all of its forms, there's yeah. definitely some checkpoints and checks and measures that need to be done, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, no, I think anybody should be able to choose to end their own life. But euthanasia and suicide are treated differently. Yeah. Even 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 with the stipulation of the doctor has no choice in it. You, 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 you order a euthanasia and somebody comes and kills you. Somehow that's more accepted in society than you committing suicide. Yeah. So suicide's a very real thing. And it's, it's, it's one thing that I'm growing more and more thinking. I've been trying to think of like, if I was to do some kind of charitable work more than what I'm currently doing. Yeah. I'd probably look into more towards that. Yeah. Because it's something like, if you think about this podcast, um, I think that, that there are probably some people who listen to it who would benefit who would benefit from listening to it just by having a comp- the company of conversation. Yeah. And talking about things that, not be cliche, but uh, you're not meant to talk about or you're not meant to laugh at. Yeah. the darker side of things. And as we, uh, as we embrace the darker side of things, will people who are experiencing the darker side of things, I think won't be triggered by it. I think they'll be, uh, they'll embrace it. Yeah. So well, it's like gallows humor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They always say like soldiers have a really fucked up sense of humor because you kind of have to, 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 to deal with the realities yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and like Rogan's always said, like fighters have a fucked up sense of humor because like there is like a darkness in yourself that you have to kind of find to, to in, in order to be yeah. successful at that. Well, I think there's like, there's a resistance to succumb to the realities of the darker side of life. Yeah. Like this, like it's classic in like religions and stuff. Don't have sex before you're married because you don't want to, you don't want to tempt yourself into the darker side of things. Yeah. You know, don't, don't be jealous of the cow next door. Is it the <laughs> ox next door? Don't that, be jealous that of that ox. Cover thy neighbor's ox. Yeah. Or something. Don't, don't envy the ox. Yeah. I guess. Don't be jealous of his cow. <laughs> yeah. Because it will tempt you into the darker side of emotions and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That is so a dark a re- cow. <laughs> Evil cow. Evil. <laughs> um, so I think there's a temptation not to dive into it. Yeah. But unfortunately, some people can't deny the real world for very long. 
And so you get into this place and then suddenly you're in a pl- you're in the bad place. You're in the, you've got the bad emotions, the dark stuff. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, this is just the real, you've leveled up. This is real world. Yeah. This is, you know, dark souls plus one. And then you've got to <laughs> keep on going forward. So anyway, back to the suicide. Oh yeah, good. Um, Richard said, the, Richard says the news destroyed his family. And to this day, they leave a light on at night for their son. Um, which, you know. How long ago was this? Seven years, I think. So, oh. like, maybe that light is the cause of all this climate change. I was going to say, not doing this bit for the planet. No, it's burning, melting all the ice caps. Yeah. Maybe Cheers. If, maybe Bland. if you sit in the dark, then you can turn that one on to compensate. Maybe. Um, the first thing you do is telephone everyone. Hey, my son's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just the way it was written. The first thing you do is telephone everybody. Yeah. It's like, not like the first sad thing you do or the first hard thing you do yeah. is telephone everybody. You could just word it differently to change the message. But to me, it sounds like you're doing it for joy. Our yeah. youngest son couldn't cope with it. In the end, the police took me to him to calm him down. He couldn't, no, they couldn't understand why they did it. And that's the other thing I think about suicide as well. It's like, um, nobody understands the rational reason why somebody would commit suicide. And that's yeah. usually because there is no rational reason. It's an impulsive reason is what I've understood. Yeah, well, the they always say, issue. like, the, the, most people who who attempt suicide and fail generally don't try it again because it is, like, an impulsive yeah. kind of thing. And the whole attention-seeking aspect of it, I've known people who have certainly done that. Yeah. Um, but I, but they, I feel I've, like it's I more of a well. young thing. Yeah, I, well, I have as well, but uh, in reality, when you analyse the situation, it it never seems like it was a serious attempt yeah like it seems like if you were serious about this like you would know that that wasn't gonna work yeah do you like, know what i mean uh, well, I'd, i do someone who um in quotes overdosed by taking one more paracetamol yeah and they were meant to that day yeah and um they um they didn't cut their wrists they kind of uh scraped them a little bit grazed them yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like and obviously it was a cry for help but it was a cry for attention yeah which is it's, its own thing. I'm not shitting on that. That's the thing. Like that, can, it can be just as serious. Yeah. Like it can. It, it it's, it's definitely in a lot of situations something that needs addressing. But I think um, there's a thing a where if people thing. attempt it and fail and don't do it again, a lot of people see them as attention seekers. Mm. And it's like, oh, you were just doing it for attention then, because otherwise you'd do it again, right? It's like it's a weird attitude. to Well, take. no. When I jumped off the bridge, I was expecting to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I dived out of that plane and landed on that fire ant's nest without opening my parachute, I thought I was dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just Amazing it's what a you could live impulsive through. decision. <laughs> Friends with the ants now. But yeah, it's like uh, it's an, it's exactly the same impulse as I've experienced um, when your hormones just get too high. Yeah, you know, if you if you're really um, testosteroneed up and and um, sexually active, you just like there's your your brain just rationalizes things very differently. Yeah, somebody walking down the street can mean different things to the same person depending on their level of yeah um, sexual awakeness. No, like yeah, their build up, their how they're feeling, how, what their hormones are like, their yeah. hormone levels will mean different things and they'll be impulsive, like, oh, I could just go talk to her, right? You just sort of, you, you sort of venture more and more into your kind of like animalistic side, I guess. Maybe, but yeah, it, it's, it's instinct. Brain. Yeah, yeah, just go, you, no rational thought. So I believe that most suicides are irrational thought, impulse, emotional, instinctive things that don't make sense. 
Like there's like, oh, if I kill myself, then I don't have to go on holiday. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I really don't want to go on holiday. Bang. Or whatever, you know. So people yeah. trying to make sense of it, it's impossible. And that's a struggle in itself because mm. that also, that's step one into understand what happened. Now that I understand what happened, how could I have helped? And this leads in an endless loop of nonsense that kind of gets people stuck. So it's tragedy. Uh, but but yeah, you call everyone. Um, that night, we didn't sleep. We didn't go to bed for two months. Don't boast. <laughs> Everyone wants more time in the day. Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? Uh, like, we, we, that's not possible. No. Well, they didn't go to bed for two months. They just slept on the sofa. Oh. Again, I've done that. Don't boast. Yeah, you just didn't want to move your clothes. Yeah. I've, <laughs> my clothes are sleeping in no the bed No one had today. to die. <laughs> 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 didn't ask for a sacrifice. Um, this is the weird uh, part. If he had died in a car crash or had a heart attack or, I don't know, even been shot and murdered, you can understand it. Could I could understand if my son was shot, murdered, car crash, <laughs> heart attack. Why did he have to kill himself? Yeah. That's less understandable. You can't understand or accept him killing himself. I wish he died a different way. <laughs> I wish he was murdered by friends. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he went to Tijuana, met a lovely obsessive stalker. Yeah. Who wore his picture of his friend <laughs> in <a> t-shirt. <laughs> and that's how it happened. Um, every fr- uh, you get very angry. I, if I had known how he felt, I would have dragged him home and locked him up in the house. Well, that's not going to fucking help, is it? I've heard that a lot as well of like family members talking about it. They go like, "Oh, if you've got suicidal thoughts, we'll just we'll he's just not, take you." He's not on drugs. Like he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to, like a cold turkey situation. It's like, <laughs> "Oh, you're feeling suicide? Cold turkey from death." Like just, yeah. just lock you in this room for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Work but with again, Epstein. It's that <laughs> nice. Uh, it was just it's trying to work out the trying to rationalise that that thought and how you would help. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is, I think one you have to accept that you can't necessarily help everybody. Yeah. And two, um, it's not in your control. I guess they're kind of the same thing. But the second one's a bit more like it's not in your control. You can maybe help and influence, but if you try and control it. I believe that could potentially make it worse. Yeah. Maybe it could make it better. Um, if you I don't know, handcuff someone to a bed for a month, they might not kill themselves within that month or lock someone in their room, but more about being friendly and intervening and chatting to people, you know, it seems more, more of a thing. Every Friday we relive it. There are a few little noises around the house and you think, Andrew, uh, do I dread Fridays? Eh, if you were to ask me at 5 PM, I'd say yes. What's significant about Fridays? Uh, it was a Friday when they found out. Oh, you can't be fucked off on. every Friday. Mm, if you asked him at 5pm, just he'd say yes. Just have a beer. <laughs> like, just do... do. <laughs> have a drink and shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, every Friday? I don't understand, like, oh, I, I dread this day. Like, this the date. date. Like... Mm. But every Friday? Well, I think the weekend special is next. They were preparing for the weekend. They were making plans for the weekend, I imagine, to include him. So, like, yeah, as it's approaching, they're like, what should we do this week? You know, it just relives that. It's almost like ritualistic. I'm shitting on a guy that's lost his son. (laughs) (laughs) Like I say, it's not, it it really is just the way this article's read. Do I dread Fridays? If you were to ask me at 5 p.m., I'd say yes. 6 p.m., I might say no. I'm all right. Happy hour. 4 p.m.? Might say no. So yeah. I'm assuming they knocked on the door at 5 p.m. Yeah. So maybe that's the thing. If you ask well, my no wife... going to knock again, are they? He's not going to kill himself twice. Well, you haven't got any other kids. Oh, yeah. He's got a, they've got a younger son. 
who's traumatized oh. by the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you ask this guy at 5 p.m., he might say, yes, he does dread it. Um, but if you ask his wife, she'd say she dreads every minute. So he's openly stating that his wife is more grief stricken, yeah. I guess. How long it's ago was it? Pride. Seven years. Wow. So, but I, I imagine, that, I mean, I've had um, relatives pass away and they still kind of hit me from time to time. Yeah. Depends how close you are. And I imagine most I've, people are close I to can't, their children. I can't, yeah, that's the thing. I, I can, I have, I cannot empathize with people who've got kids. I cannot empathize with that relationship. I don't have it. I don't understand it. So like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't really want to comment on whether that is or isn't true. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like grief is different for everyone, I guess. Yeah, it's different for everyone, I think. Um, they also go on to, he also goes on to say, when we heard what happened, there was a light on in the hall and that has been on every night since. We won't turn it off in case Andrew wants to come home. I don't understand why they've written that. Because I can understand, I'm not mocking the act of ritualistic to try and mm. keep a memory alive or the feeling of if I turn off this light now, then it's over or something yeah. like that. So how you deal with it, it's just weird to include it. I don't think they're mocking them. I think they're trying to get people to go, oh, yeah. And they should have gone, oh, when their son killed himself. Yeah. Richard partly blames Andrew's death on the financial crash of 2008. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? The, the economy. What? A big, uh, did he lose his job? Or yeah. Like... I think, I think um, a lot of the family, um, oh, he ran father ran a thriving family business and they all worked for the family business right and then the company collapsed uh so i guess weren't around family members all the time didn't have maybe maybe didn't have the same job or whatever yeah um so yeah suicide's bad um the loss of andrew was compounded four years later when richard lost a close friend to suicide peter collins a red arrows pilot and veteran of the falklands war who took his own life in 2016 at the age of 62 Richard said, Pete had knocked on our door. He said, tell me about Andrew's death, because I feel like doing it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I, when I read that, I felt like he was asking about his struggle with suicide. Yeah. But when I read it just now, it feels like, how did he kill himself? Because yeah. I'm tempted. Yeah. He's a fucking pilot. I'm sure he could figure out a way to kill himself. He could kill as an engineer, in a not very as a... very dramatic way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I took him in. He stayed with us for three or four weeks. We looked after him and tried to help him, but he killed himself in a hotel room in Chester. That was a massive, massive blow. I couldn't put it into words. Which I would uh, imagine the second suicide that you know, because yeah. that compounds, yeah, that com completely compounds is the right word, compounds that feeling of why did the, my first suicide person do it and how could I have helped? Yeah. I won't let it happen again. And then like your best mate does it. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. why did I see the second time? Yeah. And oh my God. Like one is bad enough, situation. like a second one, like your electricity bill is going through the fucking roof at that yeah. point. Yeah. So many lights. <laughs> <laughs> Better get solar power if all your friends are going to murder themselves. <laughs> you don't murder yourself, do you? No. I feel no. like you could. Because murder is against the will isn't it yeah you can't kill yourself against your will but like accidental death but you're not killing yourself at that point you're dying you're just dying death. killing yourself is seems purposeful yeah right what about like <laughs> like a golfer yeah you know like the tom and jerry cartoons he hits the ball it hits a rock and it bounces back okay is that murdering yourself uh yes <laughs> it's it's the intention of killing yourself but yeah 
I feel like murder is more aggressive than suicide. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you went on an axe wielding maniac spree after yourself, <laughs> I feel like that would be murder. Yeah. Not suicide. Yeah. You can't murder. You can't suicide yourself with an axe. That's murder. Uh, Gavel. <laughs> can't suicide with an axe. There we go. It has been decreed. Uh, in other news, a bit, bit lighter now. Yeah. Um, oh, that one uh, wasn't very good. Uh, that one was a bit weird. There's a whole thing about true crime. Let's f- I'll finish on this to keep it like oh, right. Peter Andre. Oh, you know God. Peter Andre. Yeah, good old Pete. Famously short. Leave a light on for Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I I worked with someone who was his guitarist, and it was really weird. I, was I didn't work- know he knew anyone that could play music. Yeah, he used to like could perform on like TV, and used to have like the guy I worked with in the background <laughs> with the guitar, and that's Peter Andre in front singing whatever the fuck. Great. But like, uh, I think I've sort of think I've mentioned this before, but yeah, he was like this. I was friends with him. Like, I worked in a bakery in between years of university, and just uh, yeah, like he was like this was going on during they were having this massive public divorce, Jordan and Peter Andre. So he was just there being like, you know, we should rehearse, guys. Yeah, you know, you're just getting paid and being like, yeah, just just kind of chilling out. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, he has denied refusing to touch fans over coronavirus fears. Okay, so he's not touching. He, he either he is touching fans, right, which is apparently a positive thing, or he's refusing. He's saying I'm not touching fans, but it's not because of coronavirus. Why does it matter either way? Touch your fans. Feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah. I've kissed Graham Norton. People have been sued for less. For really? For <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Larceny. What is larceny? Stealing. Is it? Is that because of lasso? I don't know. Lassoing. <laughs> 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 no, but it's weird to touch fat. Yeah, but yeah, in a bookstore when I was walking. Why around does it matter friends. why you don't want to touch people that you don't know? <laughs> well, he sells merchandise and. You know, stuff, I guess. So what? It's Peter Andre. Apparently he's from Iceland. I don't know if that's real. I thought real. he was from Australia. Yeah. Why do I think Peter Andre's from Iceland? I saw Did a map. Did he work for Iceland? Yes. <laughs> no, I saw a map of the world. <laughs> yeah. And it was a map of the world um, uh, descriptors. Oh, right. So it'd be like, Germans would be like beer drinking, but it was all in terms of cunts. So there's like bitter cunts, bastard cunts. And there was Peter Andre cunts where Iceland is. And yeah, I think he did a whole thing with Iceland. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That now. would make more sense. I was like, I don't know, he's from Iceland. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, people touching fans is weird. I think having fans is weird. But I think I, that must be surreal. And yeah. if they want you to touch them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I drank a water, a bottle of water that, Corey, that was set aside for Corey Taylor that yeah. he never even touched. And yeah. I was like... This is divine. Like this is some kind of, you know, this was an entity. This had more yeah. meaning. And it was just a bottle of water that the stagehands brought out. Yeah. And because I'm always at the front, I was just like, when they left, I was like, can I have that bottle of water, please? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, Cheers. <laughs> this is God. <laughs> just walked away. But yeah, having, having fans, I think it's, especially, you know, I think I'm a weird fan when it comes to a lot of stuff. Like, I think if I was to meet somebody, I wouldn't react in the most... Like, you know, you, you got... I know a lot of creepy fans of people who, like, I just really want to have a photo with you. Yeah. You know, I've never really had that. Like, no. uh, if, if you, if you say you saw someone in the in the supermarket, 
there's yeah. people I know who'd be like, hi, can we have a photo? Or I don't can you even, sign this? I don't even think I'd go up to someone. No, yeah. Like, I, it, I, I find the whole thing a bit strange. Like, it's, an, it's enough that they exist and that I appreciate what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, with gigs and stuff, particularly now, it's become more prevalent because I guess the music industry, like, people need to make money in different ways. But all mm. those, like, gold packages and everything are much more prevalent. Yeah. And they're actually quite affordable as far as gigs go. Yeah, but it's yeah. still something that I've never even been slightly tempted to do. I've been tempted to do it a little bit, but it always feels like, yeah... Feels, it just feels strange. Yeah. I mean, when we saw Carl Kinane, I'm a big fan of Carl Kinane, great comedian, um, and uh, went up to chat to him afterwards. And all I was just like, oh, I just want to say like, I went up to him and said, look, I just, I'm just a massive fan of you. You do great work. Please keep it up. Like, you're amazing. I just wanted, yeah. to, I just wanted you to know that you've got a fan that thinks that of you. And there's other people being like, trying to be like drinking buddies or trying to like get them yeah. on their show and stuff like that. And I was like, no, I just, it, it just means something to me for you to know that there's positivity yeah. from your audience coming that way, from me coming towards you. It's been like, yeah. dude, you're just fucking amazing. I just feel better letting you know that. Yeah. Because like, we saw him once, as we saw him another time, and um, he, I think he felt the show went really badly because like, he came out really crestfallen. And um, I forget the other comedian's name. He's an English uh, comedian. Did uh, the, the, What's the news show? It's, like a sati- it's a satirical news show with uh, Nish Nish Kumar okay I think Nish Kumar was like consoling him afterwards so it might have been about the show it might have been about something else yeah I think there's a point where most successful people or you know people that have fans don't really know that they're doing a really big a really good job or yeah anything like that so it's nice to throw that out I suppose it's it's whether you believe the feedback that you get yeah yeah like if you've got if you've got like at the, like a couple of hundred people every night telling you you're awesome. Yeah. Like there's bound to be some doubts and been like, yeah, everybody says that, but I'm just, I'm just not sure. And then most people who work hard are usually motivated by not failing. Yeah. Like they say uh, of comedians, like if the whole room's laughing, but you see one person not laugh, that's what's burned into your mind. So like, that's what they're motivated by. So be like, no, it's just, you know, give them a bit of yeah. support. But I'm the kind of guy that, um, you know, I'm a massive Schwarzenegger fan. I'd love to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I'm not one of those, like, well, there was that event where you can go up and shake his hand. Yeah. And I was just like, that doesn't, that's not how I want to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. I want to like meet him to, while I'm saving someone's life. Yeah. Like, or like, it, it, you know, just out and about. Yeah. At just the gym. Like, yeah. It's great. Whatever. Yeah. Or just, uh, or professionally in some way. Yeah. I feel like that would be the right, that's my idea of meeting someone. Yeah. If I bumped into Louis CK in an elevator, which I've thought about many times for yeah. some reason, he's just <laughs> masturbating in the corner. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, like if I was to bump into him in an elevator, I'd, I'd, I would much rather enjoy experiencing some time shared with louis ck yeah just like you know watching somebody somebody does something that's questionable and we share a look yeah i know i would value that much more than hey can we have a photo yeah but i'd still be like oh dude you're amazing it's also like well i i never get the photo thing Mm. and i've never been someone that chases autographs or anything like that yeah like i i don't is that for is, is the photograph for you because i'm i'm guessing most of the time it's not it's so that you can maybe publish it and put it online and whatever well, probably, and be like, look, like, yeah. see, I told you I did. I told you. Like, why does that matter? It's like baby photos. Yeah. You know, parents take loads of baby photos of their children and they don't give a shit about 95% of them. 
but there's still a stockpile of those somewhere. And they go, like, I've taken lots of photos of my children. Yeah. I think it's As is tradition. With- <laughs> and I think it's just like, it's the same thing of like, I've got loads of autographs, but this is my best. Yeah. You know, and they're, oh, I've got this like trading card It or was done in a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, Peter Andre. Um, yeah. Didn't- either touch your fans or don't touch your fans. Oh, I kissed Graham Norton. I mentioned that and I should address it. Did you? Yeah. All right. When I was 17 or something. Like okay. With, uh, with with the friend who I seasoned. Yeah. Uh, we were just walking around and there was a... Um, what's Did the he have store? coronavirus? No. Oh, right. Not at the time. Okay. Um, what's the bookstore? Webberley's? No. The real one. There's a, there's a the big Waterstones. Waterstones. Yeah, what the real one. The Waterstones, yeah. We were just walking around and there was like, Graham Norton will be here in 30 minutes. And we're like, that's pretty random. <laughs> Let's be weird. So, like, yeah, he's had he's a book signing. He's not scheduled to appear. We've just been following him. <laughs> we just did. Yeah. <laughs> like that stalker from Tijuana has given yeah. us the heads up. Yeah. He was doing like a book signing or something. So we were like, oh, let's queue. We were starved for fun. So we were yeah. like, let's put on weird accents and queue up and try and be creepy. I was like, can I kiss you? And he's like, on the cheek. I was like, okay. And it's like, I've kissed Graham Norton on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm 32. Yeah. And that's part of my legacy. Yeah. I can pass that down to my children. <laughs> you know, your father kissed Graham Norton on the cheek once. <laughs> Who's he? I don't know. He died from coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, quick note. Do you know anybody who's affected by coronavirus? Uh, no, not yet. I know someone who's potentially. Oh. Like a genuine possible threat. Nice. So, uh, and apparently there's a, there's a- Still just a strong flu. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, it's killing a lot of people. Um, but like, there's, uh, there's apparently a, a, a law, not a law, but if you ex- are experiencing any flu-like symptoms, you're meant to call the NHS. Oh, right. And you're meant to put it on a register. So that they can follow. I've the got the flu. But like, my, my mate's not in England, but it's like he's a. He knows somebody whose like brother is, has contracted it. Right. So it's like you know he hasn't met them, but it's been passed through food or whatever's going on. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And it's just like that. Definitely seems quite uh, quite <laughs> surreal. Yeah. Keep on track of the coronavirus. Yeah, thing. but it's like like swine flu was massive, and I know people who had swine flu. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the biggest killer, but I, th- I think it's uh, worth a bit of serious taking, I guess. Yeah. Well, because of bats, apparently not a lot of people knew that. I thought that was yeah, kind of Yeah, no, it's, it was based, it, I think they found a patient zero or something like that, and he just, he did a guy that had eaten a wild bat. Yeah, bat soup, I think it was, is like a big yeah. delicacy and a rare thing to eat in China. Apparently that's what caught it. Yeah. Bat soup. Mm. Coronavirus. Great. So that's us, yeah. Uh, Pete Andre, uh, just, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'll put it, leave it there with it. <laughs> That's me. All right. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Um, I wasn't feeling very ranty this week, so I don't actually know how okay. good these are. It's only been a few days. I haven't built up that bile. you got to keep it. you got to keep it, at, keep, it up, <laughs> keep it up at 11. Yeah, anger. <laughs> anger is the fuel. Yeah. Uh, Salvador Dali, surrealist artist, clock enthusiast, and all-round eccentric prick, absolutely lost his stupid mind halfway through the screening of an art film in 1936 when he stood up and smashed the projector, screaming that the director of the film had stolen the idea from his subconscious. (laughs) (laughs) This was in my unconscious mind! (laughs) Just legitimately angry. That this guy was a thief. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I've had, I've had moments like that. Not that they've stolen it from my just, thoughts. Oh, you read my mind. But this, like, like, I've had that exact same thought in this exact same context. Yeah. I think it was Carl Kanane again. Yeah. I was talking, uh, I was talking with some people about or writing stuff about um, uh, terrorist attacks. I think it would be very different if the terrorists actually attacked someone like the um, Westboro Baptist Church people. Yeah. I think the social reaction would be very different. Very different. And like we were sat there watching him. He's like, oh, he's doing the same thing. And it's like, it's not that, it, I'm just saying that I had the same feeling of like, I had that exact same thought. Yeah. I wasn't angry about it's it. It's like the seven it billion amazing. people. Yeah, yeah. Like you bounce it. You, no, no one's a special, unique little flower. Like everyone's, yeah. you everyone's thoughts cross all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like how many times you, if, if anybody uses Reddit or something like that, mm. um, you'll see something posted and you'll be like, oh, there's a funny thing about that. And then you'll go in to post the funny right, thing right. and find that five other people have posted the funny thing. It's like, mm. yeah, because that's how brains work. Like <laughs> a lot of people have a sense of humor and it'll, it'll jump that to these common you're tropes. You're quoting something that other people have seen. Yeah. <laughs> if you made your own and it was the same, then it might be unique. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the tradition, this, this wasn't funny. This was, uh, just interesting. Okay. Um, the traditional school bell to signal the beginning and end of lessons uh, and break periods was introduced in the early 20th century to assimilate young people, uh, long, young pupils into the ways of factory life. Yeah, yeah. That makes Which, sense, though, doesn't it? It does make sense. I yeah. didn't know it was that kind of insidious. That's weird. <laughs> Not about insidious. Probably, it could be beneficial. You know, it is helping you get used to stuff. Obey. <laughs> obey, obey the bell well <laughs> yeah. if you don't you don't get paid it's like Pavlov's dog it's just a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> Pavlov's dog sweating it out in a factory fuck, <laughs> fuck <hell>. it out <laughs> not lunchtime or a Jesus Christ <laughs> but yeah I think I think there's a lot of stuff that they do at school to prepare you for certain jobs yeah like corporate office jobs yeah like there's so many I, I've never really done them um, but from what people have told me about them, it does feel very much like it's just secondary school. Yeah. Like the same thing, like everyone wearing a suit. You know, you're wearing a suit to prepare you for the working world. Yeah. Like, I've never worked in a cubicle stupid. and I think if it ever came down to that, that would be the point where I'd, well, I'd I got, probably I got, end my life. I got fired from that place for screaming because I was in a cubicle for too long. Yeah. And I was just temp work for two days. It's, it's bad for your health. Yeah. Like your mental health. Like people aren't meant to be like that yeah but it's definitely there's definitely a school aspect of like go home and do your homework go home and you yeah know, prepare for work the next day or whatever it is yeah well they, the other thing was like was apparently that homework was introduced um to to get you compliant into working for longer than you actually have to <laughs> but schools are only like you know uh, seven hour days, six hour days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like six, five hours. You'll have this is this is your allotted time to work at school. Seven hour days. Um, but we're sending you home with this work, um, yeah. for you to do in your time, and you will do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I see. I see them as a positive. I guess. I guess yeah. you see them as a negative from your tone. Well, the thing is, like, I I definitely see it as a work I, longer than you have to. I definitely see it as 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 a positive these days. Um, because it can, um, it, it, it can encourage, what's the word, um, sort of self-discipline because I was someone at school that never did homework. Like yeah. I would, I would like rush it the, like either the night before or the, <laughs> or the, the morning of like, yeah. I never like copied other people's or that stuff, but I never really committed myself to it. I came up with long elaborate stories as to why I haven't done the homework. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe that's why I like sort of stories. Yeah. <laughs> 
if there was... I was stuck behind a tractor, so I couldn't do that homework. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'll go into it if you want. Yeah. But it's a long story. Yeah. It's a bit odd. The tractor was wearing a shirt with my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't leave me alone. Faked my own death, but turns out he murdered me. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, early depictions and paintings and sculptures of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, oh, performing yeah. his little miracles, uh, often included him using a magic wand. Expelliarmus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, picture Jesus, the magician, <laughs> <laughs> and he cleft her in twain. twain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I guess that could make sense. Uh, I, people did. Well, I say this, but I, this is another one of those things that I think was debunked. It was like people did believe actively in witches. Like, yep. I think it was only that small rural town of Salem in America that was, mm. like, the main, where it's like, oh, the witch trials. And it's like, oh, there was, like, six or three. Yeah. And it's kind of, well, like, been dramatised as this big whole thing. There were European witch trials, um, but it took a long time. Like, the, there was a... People believed in witches, or, or, like, it was small sects of people that believed in witches, but for a long time, um, the the kind of... Uh, the big religious outfits that then, that later on, led the witch trials. And mm. um, they just kind of... Uh, brushed it aside and be like, nah, it's all just, it's, it's all just nonsense. We're That's not, nonsense. Like, it's, it's this not, is magic. Like it's not, a th- it's not a threat. It's not, it's not yeah, a problem. Yeah. And then I, th- I, I can't remember what it was that caused the uprising, but like, yeah, eventually they started, the they start. well, the religious, uh, what's it, what's, what's it called? Um, Crusade. I guess. Uh, no. The, uh, oh, I, I can't remember the word. Yeah. I can't remember the word I'm thinking of. But yeah, they eventually started persecuting people and trialing for witches and stuff. But for uh, for, for a long time, it was just it, it it was just considered nonsense. It wasn't something that was considered <laughs> harmful. That witch casting a spell is nonsense. This guy can turn water into wine. He's a legend. Yeah, Abraka Jesus. <laughs> See, I guess it could make sense to try if that was more socially acceptable. Now it's just Jesus looking kind of, you know, sympathetic. Forlorn, yeah. <laughs> oh. Leave a light on for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Just him, just in the corner, just dismissing you. <laughs> like, oh, the blessings of God. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. slowly pulling hankies out of his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there is a rare eating disorder called Gourmand Syndrome, uh, <laughs> which causes the sufferer to become obsessed with gourmet food and fine dining. That's a disorder. That's a, it's, it's an obsessed eating, dis- eating disorder, rare eating disorder in which you become obsessed. In order obsessed. for it to be an, obs- an eating disorder, you must be unable to stop yourself from eating yeah. in some way. Yeah. Right? So maybe, I guess that makes sense. And then you're just addicted to... Like, you'll gorge yourself. Like, thing. the same as you would if you mm. had, like, a different... What 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 is it? I know the starving one. What's the gorging one? Yeah. I can't it's one of them. That. Yeah. Um, but it's that, except you'll only have, like... Caviar. Yeah. Peking duck. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just financed. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rich people's uh, eating disorders. I've got no desire to eat caviar. No. Not because of what it is. It just doesn't sound very nice. Well, I th- it's it's one of those things that seems to exist because it's rare. Like, it's... Yeah, it's like, and, and it's just portrayed as some kind of luxury. Like, um, what are those gold, the gold, fl- you've got them. They're like, I think they're nuts, balls, spiky, Ferrero Rochers. Oh, yeah. 
they're not like, rare. No, but they're like, get them in they're Aldi. like advertised as like this exceptionally classy food. Oh yeah, that's just and marketing though. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing with caviar. Is it's yeah. just that, it's, oh, it's, ooh, these lovely pop, pop, poppy eggs or whatever they are. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, just people perceive them as, as one, in one way. And you go, it's all just pre-shit. Yeah. <laughs> so just eat yeah, it. It all comes out the same way. Yeah. Just yeah. you need sustenance. You'll get more sustenance from some, but pretty much just eat a varied diet. Don't just eat weird eggs. Yeah. Was that was the other um, Fabergé eggs? I can't remember if they were real or if they were jewelry. I can't remember. Fabergé eggs were like um, them. There's like giant crystallized and gemmed eggs weren't they yeah they're like you could eat them they were or was like, that just nah, no no they were porcelain i i, I only ever remember because of um you tried to eat one once and no, broke your teeth <laughs> bleeding gums murphy he had a he had a, like an addiction to buying fabergé yeah, eggs that's where i got it from but yeah. they would cussy the clown would pop it in and um, oh right cook them. yeah no so that was a joke I got it from. yeah that's another no, joke just, that I missed. They were just, Peter Andre's from Iceland. Crusty the clown can't eat a Fabergé egg. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, during one of their global weapons drives in 1925, the Charitable Bunch and the IRA approached the USSR in search of a donation. Upon hearing about the request... Uh, uh, upon hearing out the request of their delegate, the USSR representatives asked him how many bishops they've killed. When the IRA said that they hadn't <laughs> killed any, the USSR said, uh, you people aren't serious at all. <laughs> <laughs> We've killed priests. Priests are not bishops. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed priests. I cannot win chess with a priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, how many have you killed? Oh, not many. Oh, fuck off there. <laughs> Uh, I raise a weird one. Yeah. It's always something that's kind of interested to me. Apparently I had a family member who was a member. Because um, I've got quite a large... A member of the IRA? Yeah. <laughs> Not was... like a clever man. Yeah. Just like... Uh, and it's like one of those... Like he was one of my cousins or uncles or something. Yeah. And it was just like... I've got a very large Irish family that I don't really know very well. But I always find the IRA just really strange and interesting because it's one of those more, more recent... Um, I believe they deemed themselves as a terrorist group. I don't think it's like derogatory. They car bombed people. <laughs> and while they may see it differently, I think it was, it's one of those things I've always wanted to look into a little bit more. Yeah. Just find it interesting. Partly because it's uh, how it's perceived. Like the IRA have been perceived as heroes to, by America. Because mm. America, I think, funded a lot of the IRA. As in the IRA would go over to fundraise in America very publicly. Yeah. Like go to the Democratic National Party and like fundraise and try and get money. And then they'd come over here and bomb people. And it's just like it's one of those, another weird American thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I only ever remember them as terrorists. Yeah. But then um, was it Sinn Féin? I can't remember what side of the fence they were. I don't know anything about the island dispute or anything. Um, mm. And like I... I, I've no idea what the history is there. I yeah. know it's all very complicated. Yeah. Like, it's it's, it's like the whole Palestine-Israel thing. It's like, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've, I've no idea. And I'm not going to comment on it because I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. No opinions on the on the IRA stuff because yeah. I don't know anything about it as well. But it's, it's one of those things that just interests me because it's so recent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've read some stuff that reference it and I'm just like, oh, it'd be interesting to get to know that. It'd be a weird hobby learning about the history of the IRA. <laughs> I'm sure that won't flag me on any sites or anything. <laughs> Time to get a, uh, a IP hider thing. Yeah. Get <laughs> a, start reading up. I've got one of those. Surf yeah, shark. you use it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it quite often. I, I, I think I use it for some, well, for at least one site that we both use. Yeah. But um, I don't really use it for anything else. I'd... I tried it for Netflix once when I was around someone's house to watch Dirty Grandpa because he hadn't seen it. Oh, right. Okay. I don't remember whose house that who it was, but it was somewhere. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it didn't really work. But you got all these fancy ones now. Sponsor huh. us. <laughs> We're on the internet. Yeah. I had a bunch yeah. of other stuff that hasn't synced, so I don't know how to... Hasn't synced? Well, I wrote it up on there and it should have popped up on here, but it hasn't. Oh. So I don't really know what to do. I, I can't read it. Well, I'm at Nick Snip. <laughs> I'm at Sigit Steve. Let's <laughs> go through with it. Yeah, uh, I'm at, we're at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitch and Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can email us at wisdom at pullingteepodcast.com. You can find us at facebook.com slash pullingteepodcast. And you can find all of the everything everywhere on uh, pullingteepodcast.com. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and if you listen to this, watch us on YouTube. If you're watching yeah. us on YouTube, Listen to it. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I was thinking maybe we should start doing that at the top as well. We discussed it a while ago, didn't yeah. we? But like, because yeah. people have tuned out at this point. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, like, uh, I, if I started, if I listened to an episode of something and at the end they said they're on YouTube and I didn't know, I would personally, I would have preferred to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Because I watch. And you're not going to go back and listen again. Yeah, not not really. Yeah. So I'd be more like, oh, we're on YouTube. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it on YouTube then. Yeah. So maybe put something like that on the, on there. But yeah. Well, that's a future note. Yeah. For next <laughs> For us, not for you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, good times. Yeah. Cool. And we'll be, I'll be, I'm going down south. You're working. Yeah. So Our we should have week. actual stuff to talk about next week. Yeah. Instead of That'd be good. that, that that family dealing with the suicide of their son. Yeah. <laughs> That's laughing about it. Yeah. It's just the way the story is told. Yeah. It's just yeah. interesting. Well, yeah, maybe we'll start giving money to suicide. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, my cool. son's not dead, so I'm going to turn the light off if it's not so you. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs>